Welcome back to Left of Normal, where everything that isn't right is left, and everything that is left is right. I'm your host, Scott Siri. So this podcast, if you're new here, it's all about providing insight into the inner workings of the mind of someone on the spectrum. If you're not new here, I want to thank you for your support. Thanks for tuning in, and thanks for listening. By learning about the way we think and the way we process information, we can all get along better in society and we can all grow together. If you find any value, please make sure you subscribe and leave a quick review. Just uh, five stars. You don't even have to type any comments in there. That'll help expand the reach of this podcast and provide even more value to even more people. Last week, we talked about planning. We talked about how the left of normal people thrive on plans, but most of them aren't very good at developing those plans themselves. Personally, I find myself to be a great planner. And sometimes I'm actually too good of a planner and I end up over planning things. Now, as I pondered this over the previous week or so, I realized that I haven't always been a phenomenal planner. It was something that I had to teach myself how to do in order to function optimally. So if you find that you're not really that good at making plans, don't sweat it. You can actually become better at planning with a little bit of planning. Uh, One of the ways that you become better is by focusing. Uh, Honing in on the subject and focusing for even just short periods of time, which gradually become longer and longer, of course, uh, it helps you fully accomplish tasks that you have set out to do. This focus tends to come more easily to the left of normal person than to the normies. Now, you may have heard about those on the spectrum that get really hyper-focused on a particular topic or idea. And then, given the chance, they end up totally info dumping on you and they tell you all the details, all the nuances, all the ideas behind this new particular topic. Sometimes uh, we get all worked up and we're like Jojo the idiot circus boy with his pretty new pet. This hyper focus, it has some really good long-term benefits for society as well. This isn't just something that we do that just makes us feel good. I'll, I'll get to that here in a little bit. But, so, right now, how does a left-of-normal person find their new fixation? Kind of what draws us in, what lures us, like the sirens of the Odyssey? I really don't know. It just happens. It starts out maybe as like a small task or a project or a tiny little blip on our radar. And then something catches our eye and makes us go, hmm. And so we dig a little bit deeper. Most of these focuses lure us in because on the surface, the idea or topic was really kind of neat. And then as we dive deeper and deeper, they get even neater. And so now we're intrigued not only with the what, but the why, when, how, and all the other question words out there. It's not sufficient to fully understand what is going on and what the end result is, but we have to look deep into it to see where it began, why it began, how it's still going, what changed along the way, what variables influenced the outcome. And in a lot of instances, such as 
observing the behavior of those normies out there, why do they do what they do? I'm sure other people can point out my hyper focuses more readily than I can even point them out myself. I do actually recognize a few, a handful of them, a few, few different focuses that I know I talk about a lot. But the funny part about these hyper focuses is that they often go in waves. Instead of being excited about them and just focusing on them forever, and that's like my one identity, I find that I hyper focus, it, it, I fo hyper focus in spurts, and then it's on to the next one. And eventually I'll swing back around and focus on the initial ideas of interest, and it might be a couple months where I don't do anything about it. For example, I really enjoy woodworking. I'm not incredibly good at it, but there are a few things that I can create. And one of the reasons I love it is because my left of normal brain is drawn to things like math. Numbers are easy, they're constant, and they follow quite strict rules. Woodworking involves a lot of math to ensure that all the angles are lined up just right, so I can use my math skills to create something that didn't exist before. Often, however, I will run into a snag, and that snag kind of derails my focus. Sometimes those snags are really simple fixes, such as just going to the store and getting some varnish or a new saw blade. But often it knocks that focus out of a line, and then I just kind of switch it off for months at a time. It's usually replaced immediately with another hyperfocus. Focus is kind of like on hunting for rocks and then cutting them, polishing them, and then going out and finding even more rocks. Or maybe it's gardening and plants. One of my happy places, if you remember from a couple episodes ago, is being outside. And I like to help the plants grow. That focus sometimes even brings those plants indoors, and it can kind of become a little bit of a game to see how many of them I can grow or for how long. For example, I have some potted geraniums that are somewhere around 16 years old. I nurture them through the winter and I keep them alive outdoors through the summer. Sometimes those focuses can be reading books where I just kind of read all the time and every evening for a while and then for whatever reason I put the book down and it might be weeks later that I actually pick it back up. Part of the reason for these hyperfocuses is that the left of normal can get excited about a topic, dive into it to absorb the information, and we just kind of don't get bored for quite a while while doing so. Of course, if you throw in a little bit of ADD or ADHD, two neurodivergencies that often go hand in hand with autism, uh, that's when things get a little more complicated. But there are times when that hyperfocus is not a good thing at all. Yes, planning and focusing can lead to better results. And that focus can be pointed at amazing things in order to accomplish more and make the world a better place. But often it's misdirected and the social cues to not discuss this hyperfocus, those cues are missed. 
So you've probably read something or seen little anecdotal quips or memes or whatever about terrible first dates. And you know, they're the one where some guy wouldn't stop talking about the intricacies of Star Wars for two straight hours. Or where Scott gets a few beers in him and he goes on and on about how great a fishing trip to Canada is. Or it's a long and drawn out explanation, detailed explanation of a recent trip or vacation or something that happened to us that everyone is surely dying to know all about. When none of it is, it really has anything to do with, it doesn't have anything to do with the listener, but we're absolutely certain that they will be just as thrilled to learn about it as we are. Possibly things about Left of Normal and 69, nice, episodes into it, we're still talking about Left of Normal stuff, because we're hyper-focused on it. Recognizing and understanding these focuses is kind of hard to do. But when the left of normal can recognize them and then improve, then that's when good things come of, come of it. So while I was researching this and I was looking up topics of interest, I came across a very interesting quote, which I will absolutely butcher here because I didn't actually write it down. It goes something along the lines of, throughout history, nothing would have gotten done without those on the autism spectrum. Way back in the times of the cavemen, everyone would have just stood around talking about making fire, talking about creating tools, or talking about advancing society, and no one would ever focus hard enough to actually make any changes. So if you find yourself on the spectrum, and you find that you're often annoyed by your hyper-focus, stop for a minute and think about that focus. Try to discover ways that it can be turned into something more productive for society or for yourself. How can you implement changes? What can you, or how can you turn that focus into maybe a business idea? What can you do to create something that will not only let you flex your enjoyment, but also lure others into your focus like the sirens did? For those who have children whom they think might be on this spectrum as well, what can you do to support their focus? How can you encourage them to dive deeper, learn more, and absorb that information? For example, our son is fascinated with maps. It's something that I remember while I was growing up, and even as an adult, I'm still rather fascinated with maps. But for Christmas, we got him a map of the US and a map of the world and a globe. And he will sit down and study those maps for just enormous periods of time. He'll look up routes, he'll memorize city names, and he'll discover all the details about them. And then he'll ask us these crazy questions about, you know, tell me the most obscure country you know, and then I'll find it on the map. So in order to further support that love, we plan a lot of our vacations around kind of map-related things. For example, we go on road trip tours where we hit up a bunch of different states and visit the Capitol buildings. So we can talk about maps another time. We could dedicate an entire episode of Left of Normal just to maps. Maybe we'll do that another time. For now, you've had a peek into the world where everything left is right.
And if it feels right, then it must be left. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, join the Facebook community, and remember that you might be annoyed when a left of normal info dumps on you, but it means that he or she trusts you. And of course, share this with your friends, whether they're left, normies, or right.